Folks, it's Steve Russell. I've been telling you for a long time now about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries in Gainesville. Well, this month, a brand new milkshake, and you know how good their milkshakes are. It's the Unicorn Shake, an explosion of magical flavors. If you're in a hurry, you can also order ahead at DickMondell's.com for a quick pickup. And Dick Mondell's is hiring new team members looking for competitive pay and flexible hours. Contact jobs at DickMondell's.com. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Great burgers, great salads, and great shakes, too. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports as Alex produces our broadcast today. It was an old song back in the day. What a difference a day makes. Okay? What a difference a weekend makes. There is... Uh, there are a lot of things going on in Gator athletics, and a lot of them are really good. Let's start with lacrosse. You're going to hear Coach Mandy O'Leary tomorrow, her team hosting an NCAA regional. They'll start on Friday. Gator men's and women's tennis both advance to the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament, and ironically, they will both play North Carolina, although North Carolina is the women's top seed. Uh, and, of course, the Gator men will have Carolina. Gator softball, a five seed for the SEC tournament. And, uh, or I'm sorry, a six seed, I guess. Is it five or six? Anyway, uh, they'll play uh, either South Carolina or Texas A&M on Wednesday. The tournament begins tomorrow. And Florida is hosting the Gators did lose a game over the weekend uh, and didn't had some trouble scoring a little bit, and that's going to be their issue, I think, is going to be scoring runs. Uh, and then, then there's Gator baseball. I understand I would not have a show. None of us that do this would ever have a show. If, you, you know, how many times do I say to you, look, wait till the end and then see what happens, right? But if we all did that, then between the time the season starts and the season ends, we'd have nothing to talk about. But doom and gloom and this team can't win. And Well, they just swept Mississippi State. Now, Mississippi State is not a good team this year. They're not. But I'm going to read you a couple of emails that I got when I was not here on Friday. and Because uh, I had asked for predictions about uh, – the Gator series against Mississippi State. Let me give you uh, a couple of examples of things that I got. Uh, Rod said you asked for predictions about the series. I believe we'll lose the series, maybe getting one game if lucky. Because in tough games, I believe most quality teams will outbattle us. I haven't seen the same determination to win by this UF team. John says, be lucky to take one game. This is not a good year. Something needs to change. I got about five of them like that. And understand, 
Next weekend, they could go to Missouri, you know, and not do well. But here's the difference, folks. The pitching is starting to come around. The Brandons pitched well, and now, you know, Polg yesterday was really effective. That's going to change the game for Florida. Now, look, I, I understand that when Florida plays really good SEC teams and faces good pitching, they have trouble. Okay. But right now, they got through that gamut, and they're playing teams that, frankly, are not good. Because, and it's funny, in just two weeks, just two weeks, Florida has gone from, eh, are you going to be in, the, in a regional? To, yeah, Florida's in a regional. And now, in the SEC, last week, I think there were only three teams that had worse records than Florida. Now, there's one, two, three, four, five, six teams that do not have as good a record in league play as Florida does. So, again, unless Florida crashes and burns, they're going to the SEC tournament. And... There's only two teams in this league in baseball that don't have double-digit league losses. Think of that. Two. Tennessee, Arkansas. That's it. Everybody else, ten losses or more. That's how good this league is. Florida plays 10-14 and 14 South Carolina to end the year and plays, uh, let's see, plays 7-17 and 17 Missouri this coming weekend. It would take a miracle for Missouri to make the SEC tournament. So what are they playing for? What, I mean, honestly, what are they playing for? So if Florida is able to take the first game in that series, they're going to be 7-18, and 18, and they're going to be done. So, anyway, we'll get your thoughts on that. Because it's been truly interesting to see where this is. If the SEC tournament were held today, Missouri would not go, and either Mississippi State or Kentucky would not go. And Kentucky just took two of three from Tennessee. So, a lot of jockeying for position here. Florida, I think, is going to be a three seed at a regional on the road. If I had a guess, if I had a guess, Miami. Now, Miami played they played North Dakota or South Dakota, some ridiculous team they played over the weekend. They weren't playing in the ACC. And the Gators really only have one RPI game left. That's Florida State. So we'll see what takes place. Um, I got to tell you, watched a lot of the NBA playoffs. I didn't think the Sixers would come back against the Heat, but they have. It's tied at two. And then I'm also going to tell you more as I almost do for every show. 
Okay? It's just more NIL stuff. I will put you in the uh, loop about. Okay? Let's get your calls. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. BB says, would stay at home and desperate for wins. I didn't see our Gators winning the series, much less sweeping and getting so much production in the ninth inning. Good for them. Congrats to women's and men's tennis for winning their regionals. Uh, and he said, your interview with Scott last week got me to thinking, in terms of fan interest and attendance, university's escalation of sports facilities construction to be equal, if not better than the other guy in NIL, where do you see college sports five years from now? I'll throw that question out to all of you. I got to tell you, I have trouble seeing where college sports are going to be five months from now, let alone five years from now. One thing will not change. There's going to be a continuation of the facilities race and the arms race because you just have to do that. And I do think in five years' time, I'm, I'm hopeful that all this NIL stuff will settle in. Everybody will have a, a plan. This is what is going to happen. I think the college football playoff will expand in five years. I don't know to what extent, if it's going to be how many teams, but I think it's going to expand. And you're going to have a tremendous SEC because Texas and Oklahoma will be here in that period of time. So we can throw that out today, too. Has your opinion of Gator baseball now changed after what we have seen? So there's a lot to talk about today, and I hope we can do it. Uh, as the days roll on here, we will not do a show Thursday because uh, we're going to be headed to Missouri for Gator baseball. Uh, today, Gus Malzahn, the football coach at UCF, scheduled to join us, talk about their spring and his team. And then uh, tomorrow, hope to have Tim Walton here. Uh, Gator Softball gets set to host the SEC tournament. Uh, Roland Thornquist will hopefully join us to talk about his team getting to the Sweet 16. Mandy O'Leary is going to join us to talk about, you know, her team. And then um, Trent Whittemore is going to be here Wednesday. His brother just committing. Gators got two big commits in football. So uh, got a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, but let's get some calls. Come on, people. Let's talk a little sports here. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. There is going to be, I'm not making this up before I tell you. I'm not making this up. I got a press release today, and it says, University of Florida gymnastics team athletes uh, are going to hold a signing ceremony for NIL endorsement deals. It's going to take place today. And five Gator gymnasts are going to sign this deal with college hunks hauling junk and moving. I ain't making it up. Okay? So it'll be interesting to see what the NIL deal is. 
1213, Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good morning, I'm Steve Russell. Lots of Gator sports to talk about. Lacrosse will host an NCAA regional. They'll face Mercer Friday. Jacksonville and Stanford also in the regional. Gators softball hosting the SEC tournament. They're the fifth seed. They'll play either South Carolina or Texas A&M Wednesday. Both Gator tennis teams make it to the Sweet 16. The Gator women face top seed North Carolina Friday. The Gator men will face North Carolina as well. Gator baseball, 11-13 in the SEC. Now after a sweep of Mississippi State, they'll host Bethune-Cookman on Tuesday. NBA, Game 5, Heat and Sixers tomorrow. Series tied at 2. In the NHL, Tampa Bay and Toronto Game 5 tomorrow. Series tied at 2. Tonight, Rays and Angels here at here at 9 p.m. That's the Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Steve Ross. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Next. Thinking about selling your home, waiting for the right time? You're not alone. Selling, the easy part. Finding your next home can be tricky. Well, remember, I don't endorse anything or anybody I don't believe in. That's why the one realtor I trust and highly recommend that you call is Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty, especially in the Ocala market. Why risk leaving money on the table with just any real estate agent? Scott has an 18-year proven track record and expertise to help you sell and buy. His name is his promise, Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. He has guarantees in thousands of exclusive buyers in his database, creating higher demand, multiple offers, and taking the hassle out of selling. This is how he nets sellers almost 3% more money when compared to other agents. So call Scott. He'll help you too. 352-209-0000. 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself, have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy. And I 
I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code MILE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code MILE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code MILE for a $5 bonus. It's a beautiful day for a ball game. It's a baseball that he plays. You guys talking about Kelly Leak? Yeah. That dude is a bad mother. I bought a nickel from him last week. He said if I didn't give him a dime by Friday, he'd break my arm. It's too bad to Every Wednesday morning at 11, we invite you to join the radio team of former Gators pitcher Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell as the International Diamond Center is proud to bring you On Deck. Our baseball radio play-by-play battery will analyze and evaluate the latest with the Gators, SEC, and everything taking place in college baseball. Rotations and Mr. Rawlings are always front and center. Last season, I led this club in ninth inning doubles in the month of on Deck, presented by the International Diamond Center, with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell, Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Welcome back. Gus Malzahn, the UCF football coach, joins us top of the 1 o'clock hour. At least he's expected to. In the meantime, we will take phone calls. John, you're leading off. What's up? Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. Hey. Uh, you, your first part of your segment is talking about, you know, playing Mississippi State. They're not a very good team. But one thing that I'm that I'm liking, you know, maybe you said going to Missouri, maybe we, you know, something doesn't go our way there. But yesterday, the first inning run that Mississippi State got was we lost the ball, you know, in the sun, you know, in in, in past weeks, you know, certain things like that could escalate, and then you know, you know, Mississippi State maybe could put up a you know crooked number, and then the the the, the, the complexion of the game changes. But I like when, you know, somebody had just mentioned in one of your emails talking about scoring those big runs and those Saturday and Sunday games, you know, those big numbers in the ninth inning. I just think that when we're, we're playing close games in the past, we're, we've kind of, you know, choked a little bit. And I, I, I really, was really impressed the way they, they, they came through in the ninth inning in the last two games. Well, you know, I think sometimes, John, people forget that other schools and other coaches recruit. Florida played good teams. Right. They, they, you know, they weren't playing ham and eggers. They were playing the best teams in the league. And, you know, they're remember, they're doing this without Barco. Think yeah, of that. that's right. Okay? So, you know, it, it, is there something to be said for playing, you know, lesser competition and doing well and having to prove they can beat the better teams? Y- y- yeah. But, look, we all know I, I was there at Georgia – when Florida got swept, they could have won a couple of those games. They could have won the Tennessee series, you know, play here or play there. So right. you turn that around, and now, you know, things change. So 
you know, I, I get what fans were complaining about. I, I, I saw it. The Gators were not hitting well in SEC games. Well, we'll see what happens from here. And clutch hitting. And softball, we are a fifth seed, so if we can get to that first win of the game and play Kentucky, if we, I mean, Kentucky's been playing very well lately. But I like the – I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're in that bracket because if we can get past Kentucky, we play Arkansas. See how hard for Arkansas. As good as they've been playing, you know, if they can beat Florida four times in a row like in, in Gainesville, kudos to them. Hey, Steve, thanks for taking my call and talk to you later. Yep, John, thank you. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. You know, uh, just watching watching from afar, Steve, congratulations to that team, man. I, I don't know how many three-game sweeps they had with the SEC anywhere, but that, that was great. And, uh, you know, Sunday's game, I enjoyed. So maybe they can get hot. And do it. And Steve, uh, the catcher, uh, Ralph, Ralph, help me with the name. You know, B, is it B, the, BT the Ryapel. Yep. Thank you. I, 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 I'm, I'm taking my hat off to that guy, whether he was in the box or not. You know, I, I like to, you know, get booed a little bit, and I like his fire. And, and man, he did some great playing this weekend. And Steve, speaking of, of players that like to get fired up, you know, Chris Paul got a little heckling in the NBA. And, uh, you know, I'm going to mention three names, Steve, real quick, not to do too deep, but Rock Chappelle and now Paul. And, you know, fans, I think it with his parents, it was getting to be a little out of hand. You know, uh, just something to think about. Should fans be in a lot of these events just where you can't even get close to people and, you know, because it's getting out of control. But, you know, last Steve, he did a move when he got in foul trouble in basketball where you do you if you might remember in the old days when somebody get too close to me I'll stop and and maybe let them run into me and I thought that was a foul and Chris Paul got a foul on that so <clears throat> something to think about in the NBA I don't understand and real quick Steve the tackle on John Morant by Poole I don't know if it was dirty or not but I don't I'm gonna leave this on you Steve Joel Embiid from that played at the Rock and the Greek Freak got to be two of the best centers in the league you were talking about June and Oscar Robinson, Will Chamberlain. I love to see them play against each other. Thanks, Steve. Go Gators. All right, Byron, thank you. Maybe this is something that uh, we can discuss even today. I I don't know quite how – when I was off on Friday, you know, I've had some family things, and, you know, we all go through – you know, ups and downs, personal things in our lives. But I was really trying to think, wh- where where are we in sports right now? What Where are we, right? And I think fandom, fandom has lost a lot of joy from going to sporting events because of the importance of winning and losing. I'm not saying those things weren't important before, but like, what is a fan doing messing with Chris Paul's family? What is that? There is no excuse in the world for any fan to do that. And I think players today are more thin-skinned than what they used to be. I'm not sure that's good or bad. But I, it just seems to me 
I, I won't mention the person. I was at a Gator baseball game the other day, and there was this guy screaming and yelling, you know, at one of the players on the opposing team. What in college? Why? Why? Root for your team. I mean, if you want to get on a coach, fine. You know, okay, let's say a player bat flips, right? Okay, you want to say, hey, hot dog, you know, nice bat flip. Okay, but don't berate the dude. And that's what this guy was doing. It's like, that's what you're coming to a game for, to do that? Is that what you're really coming here for? That's what I don't understand. It's more and more I'm hearing fans heckling as opposed to going, yay, team. But I think that's societal. I think that's where we are. And, and sometimes it just makes me think, like, what are we doing at a sporting event? Let's bring in Henry. Henry, hello. How you doing, Steve? Good. Hey, um, I just, you know, had a sort of a flashback from you talking about, you know, things being different about the joy of a game. And I remembered when, as a kid in New Jersey, that my dad taking me to a Yankees game back in, like, the Bobby Mercer, Roy White games era where the Yankees were mediocre. Okay. And it just didn't matter who won. It was just like a pleasure to get taken to a ball game. And, you know, of course, I don't remember particulars about the crowd, but, I mean, back then there was, you know, nobody was tackling. You know, maybe there had been some mild booing over a, you know, questionable strike call. And, but uh, anyway, uh, that's all I got on that front. Um, uh, what was the score in the um, Gator game yesterday? The uh, <coughs> excuse me. In the baseball game. Uh, that's a. I should know that. Because I just looked at the box <laughs> score. Uh, but anyway, uh, ask your question. I'll find out. Go ahead. Six two, okay, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure I was right. Uh, Six two. Okay. Because see, uh, what was going? I was trying to listen to it, and for some reason, I couldn't get any any uh, reception on WRUF. And I actually saw the other two games on SEC Network and ESPN. You know, and so I don't know. It just seems like these young pitchers are are doing the work to improve themselves as the season goes on. Well, see, here's – I think fans associate putting the work in, in your term, with winning. Well, they were putting the work in before. It just wasn't showing up. But, you know, now it is. And, you know, like I said, I think the, the, the Brandons are pitching great. I would imagine Nick Pogue got himself another start after his stint, you know, yesterday. So, I, look, I'm an old pitcher. It starts on the mound. It, it does. And if, you, if you're able to limit the opposition, well, then, you know, you're going to more times than not be pretty successful. Okay. All right, Henry, thank you for your call. 1229 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to you know, be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your, your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Now that my Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi reaches all over my home, I can finally stream my history shows in my room and play my games in the den. And of course, blast my jams all over. Mom! Sorry! Those flutists can get pretty rowdy. Stream throughout your home with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed in certain cases. Panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply. The forecast calls for warm gulf breezes blowing through your hair and soft sugary white sand below your feet. Along with mostly sunny skies on outdoor patios while dining al fresco. Cool, colorful street murals mixed with world-renowned art museums. And around sunset, there's a chance of fiery orange skies over emerald green waters. So immerse your senses in St. Pete Clearwater and start planning your beach escape at visitstpeteclearwater.com. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. The first caller now to 382-8255. That's 382-8255. A copy of MLB The Show 22 is yours. I'm going to the show. Create your dream team in Diamond Dynasty. Play with all your favorite legends, flashbacks, and current day players all on your team. MLB The Show 22. Get it now for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo consoles at theshow.com. Rated E for everyone. Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. A northerly wind at about 5 to 15 miles per hour will keep things on the cooler side this afternoon. Highs today will be in the low 80s, which is a couple of degrees shy of where we should be for this time of the year. With those northeasterly winds early this week, we'll hold on to temperatures slightly below where we should be. Rain chances remain hard to come by until Thursday, and especially by Friday as a system nears the coastline. From the UF Weather Center, meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. People always ask questions about individuals you work with. I'm like, nah, Max ain't really like that. What was the question now? Now I need, now I need to know well, the question that was asked. Max got some swag to him. So yeah. it's like, is he trying to be? Oh. And I have to 
to tell him, say, nah, he ain't. He ain't been around us enough where it just rubs off on him. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I'm going to answer Chris's email here. He asked uh, if the season ended today, where would Florida be in baseball uh, in the SEC tournament? Florida would be the eight seed. And they would play the nine seed, which right now is South Carolina. Th- that will change. I, I, I don't think it'll stay that way, but that's what it would be right now. And again, either Missouri, Kentucky, or Mississippi State would be out at this point. But we got two more weekends left. And it's interesting. I just went to the uh, SEC-only stats in SEC games. The Gators still aren't hitting well. In fact, their team batting average of two forty two in league games is the worst in the league. Two forty two. Their team ERA, 5.76. It wasn't that long ago Florida was next to last in the league. Well, now all of a sudden, they're ninth. So that's what's gotten better. Let's bring Jake to the show. Jake, hi. Hey, you were asking earlier what we thought about the baseball team here recently. Uh, Yeah, it was great to watch them win that series and sweep that. That was a real positive note for sure. But I still think they're an average team in the SEC and uh, just, you know, uh, above average overall. I was <clears throat> pleased with the pitching in general this weekend. With uh, I'd never seen Neely or Abner either one, so shows you haven't watched a, wa- a lot of them on TV or anything. I was going to say I that they've so thrown bad. a little bit, yeah. yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, but they look pretty good, I thought. I mean, for freshmen, real good promise. And, uh, you know, I did watch the uh, the other uh, fellow, the how. Uh, Almost like sidearm or crouches down. The African American fellow, he's a freshman, didn't he? Also, yeah, Blake Pernell, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's got a lot of promise too. Was he a walk-on? He was a he redshirted last year. Okay, okay, because I didn't remember ever seeing him. But those three guys look like they got real good promise as freshmen, you know. So, well, again, we're hopeful, you know. You're starting to see some other arms you know, start to find roles a little bit. And that's what that's been a staple of Sully's teams where, you know, the starters right. were good. You know, you had a guy at the, the the back end of the game is where Florida needs to settle down. You know, it's the eighth inning, it's the ninth inning. Who's gonna be the guy out of the bullpen that closes it down? I think that still is a bit up in the air, but we'll see. Now yeah, I was amazed. I didn't realize Sully's been here 15 years. That's amazing. Yeah, it it just seems just goes to show you how time flies. 
But wasn't Sully and Tim Corbin, weren't those guys all together? Yes. South Carolina, is that where they were? Clemson. Clemson, there you go. I'm real close, so I would have guessed and I guess I've got it. But Corbin and him, was there another guy that was with him? They uh, all matched up to Clemson? I just think, I don't know what the other guy you're referring to, but it was those two. I don't know, there was, yeah, there was, okay. I thought there was someone else there that was pretty famous at Clemson because they had quite a run for years, didn't they? Weren't they real good? Jack Leggett was the head coach there. They were very good, yes. There you go. That was the name I was looking for. Okay, well, he was the head coach, yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. All right. Well, anyway, I, you know, Hope Springs Eternal, they look good. Fabian looked pretty good. Um, I, I like that catcher. He's really good. He's right. a, is he a, a junior or something? He's a, he's a transfer. Uh, and and that's the interesting thing, you know. A lot of people who are uh, have been critical of Sully this year for whatever the reason uh, point to the fact that there isn't a lot of infield depth, and there's not. I mean, let, let's be honest, there's not. And the fact that you know other teams hit the transfer portal, and you know Florida only got Ryapel. Well, that's true, but you know Ryapel has proved to be a very good player. He's a junior. So, you know, okay. he's done well. All right, I got to run to some other calls, Jake. Thank you for yours. Let's get to Greg here. Greg, hi. Hey, Steve, great to have you back. I just got a quick comment question about NIL. Um, I was looking at the NCAA's official statement on it, and they said basically with this interim solution in place, we'll continue to work with Congress, imagine that, to adapt federal legislation to yep. support student-athletes. So my point is, is this, Steve, with states like Alabama, let's be honest, they don't have a national image like a Dallas Cowboys or a Miami Dolphins, you know, they, they don't have that. So in my opinion, just my opinion, states like Alabama are going to be able to totally just jam athletes through using this NIL. Just your thoughts on what they're going to have to make consistent across the board type. And I'm not a big legislating, regulating kind of guy, but they're going to have to do something because I just see a state like Alabama that doesn't have a Dallas Cowboys team making Alabama and Auburn their professional team. Your thoughts on listen not fair, go Gators. Okay, thank you, Greg. Well, you just said it. If you're making national legislation, Alabama is a state. They're part of national. So if you're making national legislation, it won't matter if it's Alabama or Louisiana or Florida or whoever – that is. That is the key, however, okay? Because you got to get, I believe, the NCA involved in this. I don't think Congress wants anything to do with this as a body. Lord knows they got enough to worry about. But I think there are individual members of Congress who are willing to attack this. And the Pac-12 and the SEC have, are, are going to meet with them, uh, and actually already did, uh, to ask for legislative help. I believe, I believe, this is going to come through the NCAA. I don't think Congress is going to do anything here. I think this is going to be the NCAA. Now, meeting with Congress does send a message to the NCAA, if a high-profile commissioner like Sankey is willing to meet with Congress and say, do something about this, well, then maybe that gets the NCAA off their duff to go ahead and do something. But 
Congress has midterm elections coming up. Do you really believe, you know what, I'm going to meet and do something with NIL, and by the way, I'm up for re-election? I don't think that's going to be a big item for midterms. I just don't. So that's why I think it's going to have to come from pressure and then get uh, the NCAA to do what it needs to do. But we will see. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. There's a great column today on ESPN.com with all the people who are leaving and transferring, right? And sometimes for bigger and better things. Zay Flowers is a kid who's a receiver for Boston College, and he's pretty good. He's, good, he's a good player. Uh, he's from Florida, in fact. Um, well, he is a, a good draft prospect. Um, he told ESPN this. I want you to hear what he said, and this, to me, encapsulates this whole NAL business. He told ESPN in the three or four days prior to the deadline to enter the portal, which was May 1st, he received multiple six-figure offers via what he termed intermediaries from NIL companies to enter the portal. He was told NIL companies would give him $600,000 to transfer to one school. Another would have given him 300000 Now, he didn't say what the schools were, which, okay, I, I get that. Um, he said the schools reached out to, quote, people close to me, unquote. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what we're dealing with here. In this unregulated world of NIL, that's it. And if you're going to blame anybody, remember, the NCAA is now squarely in this because nobody would come up with a plan. Nobody did it, okay? And because Congress or the NCAA let individual states have these, well, that's why you have the wild, wild west. And now, here's the other thing. Suppose you come up with, and I'm going to get to this in a minute, if you were the czar, okay, if you were the czar of the NCAA, Think of what you have on your table to do. Just, just in this issue. Number one, come up with some way to create rules everybody has to follow. Two, how do you enforce it? Okay, here's a rule. How do you enforce those rules? Okay? So think of that. Come up with a rule, but then how do you enforce it? That's going to be the key here. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ross Kaufman. Gator baseball has won four straight games, including six of their last seven. The team will ride the hot hand tomorrow night at home against Bethune-Cookman. Gator softball enters SEC tournament play this Wednesday with a date against either Texas A&M or South Carolina. Gators lacrosse won the American Athletic Conference tournament this past weekend. The Lady Gators begin NCAA tournament play on Friday against Mercer. The Tampa Bay Rays begin the last leg of their West Coast trip tonight against the Los Angeles Angels. Coverage begins right here at 9. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ross Kaufman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. Hey, it's Steve Russell. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest in precision medicine using natural biologics, growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern-day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith rave about QC Kinetics. You've read or seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. At Radiant Credit Union, a home loan isn't just a home loan. It's a promise to be by your side and in your corner. It's a commitment to helping you build the future of your dreams. And it's a shared vision of what could be with big barn doors and shiplap. So much shiplap. Radiant Credit Union is here for you today, here for you tomorrow, and here for your next 30 years and beyond. Get started today at RadiantCU.org slash mortgage. Equal housing lender, federally insured by NC. Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids, enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or a Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at floridacoasteq.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Head Football Coach Billy Napier. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, Coach. They get a couple of recruits over the weekend, including uh, Creed Whittemore, Trent's brother. Uh, Trent will be with us, I hope, on Wednesday's show. Let's get to some phone calls. Chris is first. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. Glad you're back. Um, I want you to put your psychologist hat on. Oh, God. For a okay. Because uh, I, I, I noticed something on some message boards and on Twitter. Um, if, you, if you've ever gone to the message board, GatorCountry.com, they have, they have a few different panels. And, and 
one of them is just for football, and then one of them is for politics, and it's called Too Hot for Swamp Gas. And what I noticed is your previous caller made me think of this because your your previous caller was like, I'm not a huge legislation regulatory guy. So what I noticed on this site and on Twitter and on on sports call-in shows is that the very same people who are laissez-faire capitalists, let the market decide, I don't want any regulations, are the exact same people who are saying, we've got to get this under control and regulate this situation before it gets out of control. And I just, why is it this one issue where kids are having a cash grab, why is this triggering people to throw their entire political, ethical thing out the window and go, ah, now all of a sudden I want regulation? I wanted your opinion on that, and I'll hang up the word. Okay, thank thank you, Chris. That's a great question. A deep one, but a good one. This is what I think. When it comes to making a buck, when it comes to, you know, what we do in our lives, well, I don't think anybody wants to tell, have somebody tell you, you can only have this job. You can only make this much money. You can only work this many hours. You want to make, I want to make as much money as I make, uh, as I can make, and I don't want somebody telling me, you know, what that is. Well, that's always kind of been the way it's been, hasn't it? Right? Free market society. I mean, I could get into the weeds about reg- regulating things, but in essence, we can go out and earn what we want. You can get a second job. You can get you can do whatever you want. Athletics, though, is different in two aspects. One, Teenagers or 18 to 22-year-olds, okay? And second, there has been a long-standing athletic model which says you play in college, you get a scholarship, that's what you earn when you leave college. You can make as much money as you want, but that's what the model is. Well, now that model's been shot to hell, okay? And that's got people who have seen this model exist for years and years and years and years going, what is this? And I think fans are used to seeing their teams, by and large, return every year. I mean, yeah, you had some kids transfer, but not, well, now, you know, without a scorecard, who do you know is here? That's what upsets people. That I don't, think, I don't even think it's the money as much as, I don't know who's around, I don't know what, I, I, I can't wrap my arms around this, all this change that's happening seemingly all at once. I think that, Chris, is it, and that's really deep for me. Uh, D, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Uh, I wanted to talk about the uh, the fans, the fandom yeah, uh, sure. conversation you were having, mm-hmm. more specifically to the NBA. Uh, you know, Steve, I, and I know we had the incident with the baseball, the, the Cleveland guys and the Yankee fans a couple weeks ago we talked about, but m- more specifically to the NBA, I think, number one, these fans, uh, the, the money that these guys are making, um, it's just astronomical, Steve. But you know what? <laughs> More power to them, man. If you if you are blessed with that kind of athletic ability and you've harnessed that to where you can, you know, make that kind of money or play in the league that long, you know, more power to you, man. That, that's, that's, that's not – I'm not jealous of any athlete. I mean, they, they're there to entertain me 
and that's you know that's all I take it for. I, I'm not getting personal with any athlete or any, anything like that. I think that's number one, and I hate to go to this area, Steve, but you know the NBA is a players league, and it's run by the NBA is seventy percent, seventy five percent, you know, African American, and I think a lot of people didn't like speaking out on politics it's a couple years ago. Uh, Milwaukee walked on that walked out on that game uh, in the bubble. Uh, and I, I think also they don't like the fact that players um, are dictating where they where they want to go now. It's, it used to be the organization dictated, uh, we can trade this guy, we can move this guy. But now the players are dictating uh, where they want to go. They're teaming up with each other. And fans don't like that, man. Fans want the organization to run the team, not the players. And, you know, uh, these guys low managing. You don't know if you spend this type of money on the game. Uh, whether you're going to see a Kawhi Leonard or a star player, he may be sitting out. So I think it's a lot of fan frustration out there for a lot of different reasons. But it's no excuse uh, for th- for this type of behavior. You just hit the. You were going to say that last sentence. Given everything you said, right. still no excuse <laughs> for what you know. And, and look. Is there a line, and I don't know what that line is, because, you know, if I'm going to, when I went to a game and watched Team X play, you know, if I thought a guy was a hot dog, you know, I'd say, hey, you know, I got a bum with that hot dog. Okay, fine. But it's not personal. It's not directed at his family or anything like that. That crosses a line. If, if you want to boo or say you stink or you suck or whatever you want to say, fine. But past that, you know, heckling of somebody's family, come on. That's that that's that's that crosses the line to me in any sport you're talking about. I totally agree, man. It's just unfortunately, man, you know, you know, security is protecting these people because all it's going to take is for one of these athletes to knock one of these fans out, and maybe that's going to, you know, teach them a lesson. Because these guys are professional athletes, man. There's no way you're going to say what you say in the stands to their faces. And, again, you can boo, you can jeer, but the personal attacks, man, these guys are cowards, man, because they're, they're hiding behind security. There's no way they would say this if they're on the street. But, like I said, man, security's protecting them. So, But, like I said, man, it's just out of control and – I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it this bad uh, in, in a long, long time. And it, I, like you said, I don't know where we're going with it. Well, I think social media adds to this. Yes, for sure. I, I do. Um, and and look, sometimes players don't help either. You know, they'll they'll say things that probably you know in hindsight. So I mean, it's it's a two-edged sword. But when it comes down to it, go heckle a person. You know, if somebody's at the foul line, hey, you're three of ten. How about making one? Okay. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Nope. But, you know, hey, you know, I saw your son, whatever. You know, come on. No. That, 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 that's, that's not what, what fans should be, in my view. For sure, man. Be All right, D. You. Thank you. Tony will end the first hour. Hey, Tony. Hey, what's going on, Steve-O? Uh, I feel like you could do like an hour on the NIL, like every day probably. Uh Steve, the baseball game, it's amazing what a little tweaking of the lineup, adding a couple different names to the lineup almost changes the whole complexity of that order. Um, the Langford move to the leadoff spot, 
just has worked out unbelievable. Um, the kid, amazing. He's having a great year. Um, a couple of names, Ty Evans and Fisher Jameson. Why do you think it took Jameson so long to get in there? I don't ask Sully that. Um, you know, injury, uh, n- not effective in practice. I mean, there's a lot of reasons it could be. It's because uh, I – because I would see him throw pregame, right, and and he's got great size and stuff, and I would be wondering, you know, with all the struggles, you know, why why he wasn't getting a a, a shot in there. But I got to tell you, man, to have four innings pitched the whole year and then to be put in there in those high-leverage innings in SEC play to close games all of a sudden, oh, man, that takes some big stones on that kid. I got to give him credit. Uh, very impressive, Steve. Um but anyways, hope to see Ty Evans in the lineup more now, too, and Caglione. And, uh, you know, things work out. They might make a little noise in a regional somewhere, Steve. Okay. Take care, buddy. Right. I know you're coming up on a break. Yep. Thank you, Tony. Well, look at you. I mean, Florida had nine hits yesterday. So, they're not, again, they're last in the SEC in hitting, in league games. Okay? And if you look at the lineup yesterday – they played Armstrong at first base. Now, he didn't get any hits, but Callie has been struggling big time, so they gave Armstrong a chance. And then you move Thompson to second, and then you take Derek Fabian out, who's been struggling offensively. You move Halter to third. He didn't get any hits yesterday either, but they're trying to tweak the lineup. And I, I say this all the time. If you hit, they find a place for you to play. They do. If you hit, you're going you're gonna to play. So, once again, nine hits isn't going to, you know, make you a Hall of Famer. But, and they got the four runs in the ninth because it, at that point it was a two-to-one game. Sometimes it's when you get a hit. But Judd Fabian yesterday I think was 0 for 5. I think was 0 for 5 yesterday. So, you know, he didn't do a whole lot, but other guys in the lineup helped out. Hope to be talking to Gus Malzahn, the UCF football coach, here at the top of the hour. And then we'll take your calls, questions, and comments for the rest of Hour 2, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. When Bluebell takes milk chocolate ice cream and loads it with chocolate-coated peanut butter cups, and peanut butter cookie dough pieces, you get chocolate peanut butter overload. (laughs) Better by a country smile. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. 
The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Alex, our producer today, and we thank you for taking time out of your busy day to call, email, listen to Sports Scene. It's our pleasure. We've been doing this, getting coaches uh, from around the state to come on and talk about their football teams after spring. Gus Malzahn now joins us, the head football coach at UCF. Coach, first of all, I hope everything is better with your family situation. I know you have some health issues there, so hopefully things better for you. Yeah, appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, my wife Chrissy's doing uh, really good. Uh, she's back to being the team mom and everything that goes with that. Had a little bit of scare there and. January and February, but things are going really good now. I'm glad to hear that. Coach, I imagine, you know, after a first year, it, 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 things are more routine now. The kids understand what you and the staff are looking for, vice versa. Is that the case? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, we hit the ground running, got hired in middle of February. We learned our kids really on the practice field during spring last spring. And, you know, and then this year, you fast forward a year, and it's completely different. Our, most of our staff is back for a second year, which I think is so important. The majority of our team is back, too. And, um, you know, that's a team that we finished strong with with a big bowl win against the in-state team. And we added some transfers in that were some of the best players on their particular team before they got here. So a lot of excitement. Um, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to the fall. I know uh, last year I think you won nine, and you guys had a lot of injuries. I, I mean, that, that tells me you had some depth and, you know, the, the kids who were asked to perform after the injuries did well because you had a lot of people out. Yeah, we did. We lost uh, game three. I think we lost eight starters in one game. That was a really tough deal. We had a true freshman quarterback that – was learning as he was playing uh, that really showed a lot of guts. And you know, our team faced unbelievable adversity last year, and they never folded. I mean, they just stuck together, and that'll do nothing but help us, you know, this upcoming year because they, they're battle-tested. And uh, uh, the group finished strong, did win nine games, uh, and I uh, think we're in a good spot. Everybody, Gus, wants to know about the quarterback situation. You got Plumley in the transfer portal. You know, Keene's been there. What's the situation at the quarterback spot? Yeah, we, we think we got two real real quarterbacks. And I think this day and age in the portal, to have two really quality quarterbacks is going to be rare. Uh, Mikey's a guy that, man, he just did a super job. He was 18 years old last year. And, you know, I think he weighed 168, and he led us to nine games. He's a lot bigger. He's a lot faster. Uh, he's more confident, had a very good spring. And then, of course, John Rice Plumley is a guy that I recruit extremely hard you know, at my old job, and uh, he's like a video game. It's hard to grab his flag when you go live, and he threw the ball the second half of the spring very, very well. You know, he didn't play 
quarterback position in a year, and he's a little bit rusty at first. But, uh, you know, the, both those guys played extremely well in our spring game. Coach, given uh, transfer portal and all of that, from last year's team to this year, I know you want to improve everywhere, but where are some areas you think your football team needs to get better to take the next step? Yeah, you know, I think uh, up front on both sides of the football, I think we've uh, done a good job. We had uh, a lot of great competition on the offensive line. We brought in some some uh, some transfers with the guys we had coming back. And then on the defensive line, I mean, playing great defense is about rushing the quarterback with four guys and not having to blitz. So we've worked extremely hard with that. And uh, if you're going to have a chance to really win a championship, uh, you got to be really, really good on both both fronts. Uh, of the line, and I think we improved. I gotta ask you. I've asked all the coaches this about the portal. I mean, it is what it is. But do you think there needs to be either the NCAA or some national legislation that can make everybody understand that they're following all the same rules? Yeah, there's no doubt. It's out of the box right now. There's no doubt. There's got to be some kind of uh, some kind of uh, lanes to, to go in. Uh, right now, it's a free-for-all, and I think people every week are learning something a little bit new. Um, and I expect them. Uh, I expect that to happen in the future. When when that's going to happen, who knows? But I, that something's got to be done. Uh, but I do think right now, I think the coaches that adapt, um, you know, are going to be the ones that uh, you know have a little bit of an advantage. I know you're still competing in one particular conference, but you're going to be moving to another one. Are you looking forward to that move? Yeah, I think, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, I mean, now that we're going to the Big 12, that's changed everything because first year we heard, hey, Coach, you are non-Power 5, and, you know, that's real for, for recruits. And, um, you know, that's no longer, uh, um, you know, a negative here. And uh, that's opened the door. You know, the way we're recruiting now is different than it was last year, which we had a really good class. But I think you'll see us each year improve. Gus Malzahn, our guest here on Sports Scene, head football coach at UCF. Coach, I'm going to end with two things. Uh, what attracted you to this job? You know, it's uh, – this job fits me, and I take you back. 2017, I was at Auburn. We knocked off Georgia. They were number one. We knocked off Alabama. They were number one. Had a lot of momentum. Got beaten in the SEC championship game, um, and then we played uh, UCF in the Peach Bowl. And man, they had a big time team, and they end up, uh, you know, beating us. And so I always kind of, you know, I look back and say, man, if the Rock ever got there, would stay there and build it. That could be one of the best jobs in college football. Now that I've been here a year, I believe it even more. So I just think that this place is set up unbelievably. I mean, we're in Orlando. The best brands in the world are right here. 72,000 students. Uh, the average age of our alumni is 36. This NIL stuff is going to be more social media driven, you know, each year. And this is a place that's won before. I mean, you know, they've played three New Year's six bowl games the last nine years and won two. There's very few teams that can do that. So everything's set up. I think we can win the whole thing here. And uh, it's a great place to be. Uh, I, I gotta, if we were having a beer, Gus, and, and I said to you, Gus, you've been coaching a long time. What's the biggest changes you've seen in the sport and in terms of what you have to do as a football coach? How would you answer that? Oh, wow. Yeah, and I would say in the last, you know, what, three months, things have changed more than – all the other 16 years of coaching college combined. Wow. Um, it's just about adapting right now, I think. You know, you see all these coaches, a lot of them are complaining and this, but it is what it is right now. 
and uh, you're going to have to adapt um, and, or you're going to get left behind. So, you know, things change also on a daily, weekly basis and, you know, and, you know, what's real, what's not real. You're probably asking yourself the same thing we are as coaches. And uh, so uh, there's been a lot of change, but you, you're going to have to adapt. I can tell you're, you're pretty excited about this program and your football team. I can just tell you're pretty excited, aren't you? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, this place is a gold mine. And, uh, you know, it's a great place to, to coach. I mean, the weather's unbelievable. Everything is set up. I mean, we're in the best place, I think, to recruit in the middle of this state. And I think you can stay home and recruit this state and win a championship. And so everything is set up. Coach, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to Gainesville. We're talking to all the coaches around the state. So thank you for taking the time and hopefully get a chance to talk to you down the road. Appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me. You got it, Gus. Thank you. Gus Malzahn, head football coach at UCF, joining us live here uh, on Sports Scene. All right, the rest of the day, uh, it'll be us. Good uh, calls in the first hour. Hope they continue here, 392-8255. And you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. There is only one coach we have left to get. That's Mario Cristobal, and we're trying. I'm just being stubborn about it, okay? We had a date set up, uh, then uh, it had to get canceled. So we do that, and then we'll complete uh, our journey uh, around the state. And I always enjoy that. And, by the way, did you see uh, I had – USF USS coach on not too long ago. They just got a big time transfer in from Baylor. Uh, their quarterback from a year ago is transferring there. So um, you know they had a very young quarterback in McLean on that team, and we're going to see now what uh, what that could do uh, for that program. All right, let me get to a couple of emails here we got during the break. But again, if you want to get a call in, uh, would love uh, to hear from you. By the way, BT Ryapel is SEC Co-Player of the Week, and he should be because he had a uh, terrific uh, series. Mike says, uh, big weekend for lacrosse and Gator baseball. Lacrosse for winning the conference championship. Baseball for sweeping Mississippi State at Starkville, never easy. Have a feeling the baseball team is going to go on a tear. Well, I think a lot of Gator fans are hoping that. Jonesy says, uh, to me, it's a sign of the times with fan behavior. The times are me, myself, and I. A lot of the fans are doing the heckling, uh, only come to the games to heckle in order to get on social media. I think social media causes a lot of bad behavior. I feel it doesn't make you famous. It makes you foolish. Well, I mean, look, maybe over the summer when it's, you know, really slow, you have a discussion like this because this fandom does fascinate me. It really does. Because if you're older school, right, you went, look, I, I had a guy stop me over the weekend and we were engaged in conversation and he said something to the effect of, you know, when you do broadcasts at other places, you know, do fans, yeah, fans heckle. Sure they do. I mean, some of the things they say to our players is ridiculous, and they're adults, right? So, yes, I hear it all the time, and I also heard somebody say to me that fans never used to do that. Yeah, they did. 
It's just magnified more now because of social media. There's always been jerks, you know, in crowds who say stuff, and it's like, what are you doing? Okay? So, I mean, yeah, to say that that's the case, I'm not sure I would uh, agree with that. Um, all right, let's get some calls, 392-8255. And, again, you can email S Russell at WRUF.com. One thirteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ross Kaufman. Gator baseball has won four straight games, including six out of their last seven. The team will ride the hot hand tomorrow night at home against Bethune-Cookman. Gator softball enters SEC tournament play this Wednesday with a date against either Texas A&M Aggies or the South Carolina Gamecocks. Gators lacrosse won the American Athletic Conference tournament this past weekend. The Lady Gators begin NCAA tournament play on Friday against Mercer. The Tampa Bay Rays begin the last leg of their West Coast trip tonight against the Los Angeles Angels. Coverage begins right here at 9 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ross Kaufman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. In over three decades of jewelry retailing at other places, John DiSapatino has never been able to offer his customers what he can today at International Diamond Center. The amount of inventory here is unbelievable. A lot of people go on Pinterest looking for that perfect ring, and you know what? 99% of the time, we're going to have it for That's because IDC has designer rings other stores only wish they could offer, like Takori, Viraggio, Kirk Kara, A. Joffe, Henry Dossie, and other very exclusive names. We were selected in the industry to be able to carry these top designers. This is what women are asking for. This is what they're talking to their friends, and this is what they're looking for, and we're able to deliver that. If you still can't find the right look, IDC can also custom design a ring for you using the latest technology. I have people that have a little sketch they drew on a napkin. We can sit down, design it out for you, basically take your dreams and turn them into reality. International Diamond Center, always doing whatever it takes to make you a raving fan and family for life. The smiles, the laughs, and the hugs that we get are bar none the best. At Celebration Point. That's what it's all about, yep. Online at shopidc.com. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But yeah, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So well, it's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing makes you feel relaxed like you know you're part of family and that's I want an exceptional work um, that's why I came to exceptional in exceptional dentistry it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here love dr. art this is dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome we're here for you please visit us at exceptional that's exceptional 
Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondells.com. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and everywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Earlier I was telling you about Boston College receiver Zay Flowers who told ESPN about the inducements he was offered to leave Boston College. Um, let me also tell you this. Um, he was told NIL companies would give him six hundred grand to transfer. He did not tell ESPN the schools. But let me also say that there is still a problem with enforcement because what was done, if Flowers is accurate, what was presented to him is illegal in the, according to the NCAA, okay? Quote, NIL compensation contingent upon enrollment at a particular school is prohibited. For example, Institutions should not use NIL arrangements to improperly induce matriculation, in other words, movement, guaranteeing a particular NIL opportunity upon enrollment. Unquote. You want to know, somebody uh, called a little while ago and said, why is it that, you know, adults or whatever can take jobs and you know make more money and and people complain when the athletes do it okay i'm going to give you a reason why okay the kid at boston college already has several nil deals including one that provides a bmw that right there, that right there, in my opinion, is the reason why some older fans freak out. Because it may have happened under the table, right? C come on. Please don't tell me in the 60s and 70s that there wasn't cheating going on because, come on, there was. It just wasn't, you know. And, and sometimes I can tell you there were people that all of a sudden – it happened at Florida. When Florida got caught cheating big time under Charlie Pell, there were a lot of people driving new vehicles and a lot of homes that were getting renovated. I'm just telling you. All right? So please don't think this has not happened before. But it was all in the shadows. It was all, 
you know, I, I don't want to know about it. Well, now it's out in the open. These kids have, he's getting a BMW. Hell, I don't drive a BMW. So that's when you think, well, why are you going to get mad or upset? That's why, right? These kids are 19 years old. They're, they're driving a Beamer. When I was 19 years old, I was driving a Plymouth, okay? And it wasn't a very good Plymouth either. So, I mean, that's part of what is really happening. Um, anyway, that, to, to answer that question, I think that's one reason why. All right, let's get a couple of emails here. But, again, plenty of time for your phone calls as well, 392-8255. It is an issue that just is difficult. And I, I have to tell you this in all candor. The days of just talking sports, right, are becoming fewer and farther between. We haven't had a call or a conversation about NBA playoffs, except for fans heckling, you know, Chris Paul. Haven't had a conversation about hockey playoffs, the Rays, nothing. Those are things that are going on in sports. Instead, we're talking about why a coach can't coach or why this team is bad. That's what a lot of it has degenerated to. It isn't about, gee, um, what's the football team going to do? What do you think they're – we don't do that anymore. Uh, Thomas, uh, Tom, I got your email. Thank you because he said – was surprised when I heard you broadcasting softball last weekend. Seventh inning in the first game, exciting. Great to hear over the radio how a batter beat the defensive shift and got a triple on a hit away from the shift. Comical to hear callers this season questioning Sully's ability to coach. His teams have played the game the right way over the many years at UF, and he always puts his players first. I guess patience and loyalty is obsolete in today's what have you done for me lately society. Well, yes, I, I, there is, and I'm paraphrasing here or generalizing, but there is no doubt in my mind there's less patience now for coaches to be successful uh, than what there used to be. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, we got a couple of more emails, but Tony will join us next. Hi, Tony. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Let's just talk sports. Good. <laughs> hey, uh, two things. One, uh, Al Hartford, uh, really, really doing a good job for Boston, I think. Uh, and I was wondering if you think there's another year left in him. Yes, I think so. You think, man, that's a long period of time for an NBA player of his caliber. He's, he's a good good ball player, and uh, uh, he, he plays his heart out. I mean, you know, and unfortunately, Corey and, uh, and uh, Joe Kim um, didn't have as much in their legs left. But uh, I'll tell you, he's, he's – the other night, he, he – well, the other – Three nights, he's, he's really done well, I think. Yep, he has. And and again, I, I think, you know, he's not going to be a dominant player, not at this stage in his career, but he can certainly add, and he has added for Boston, veteran presence and, you know, good minutes. So that's what you want. Yeah, a lot 
lot of good minutes at the end of the year here, and uh, I'm sure that's what they wanted. Uh, and then the other thing was the two Whitmer brothers. Um, are they going to be able to play together, or are they too far apart? No, they can play together. Uh, that's going to be something, isn't it? Um, um, they're two good kids from a nice family, and they live a block from me. They grew up a block from me. I remember when they were out there hitting baseballs and throwing throwing uh, balls that often hit our house. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, that that's cool. Yeah, he uh, the younger one. See, uh, I think he's played quarterback this year, the last two years. But I think he's going to be a wide receiver uh, when he. Uh, yeah, I mean, Florida, isn't he? Coach Whittemore has used his sons at Buholtz in a variety of ways. <clears throat> you know, they played multiple positions. You know, based on need. Um, so yes, yeah. I would think Creed would be a wide receiver too. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Of, I guess a lot of young kids come up as quarterbacks and then become wide receivers or cornerbacks. Well, you got to play at the, will, at the high school level. You can't worry about, you know, what a guy's going to do in college. You got to worry about winning a game. And if you know player X is going to be best for you at a position, well, that's what you have to do. Well, and I'm sure it's the same in college. Not worrying about what they're going to do in the NFL. Uh, uh, using them as best for you to win games. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for taking my call. Steve. Sure, Tony. Thank you for your call. Um, speaking of uh, the two uh, recruits that got that Florida got, twenty four seven Sports recruiting rankings. Uh, Florida went from fifty three to thirty four because of those two that uh, said they were going to go to Florida, and. You know, the other thing you look at in recruiting, and I'm sure recruitniks look at this a lot, you know, one is numbers, but, you know, what star are they? And then, you know, how does that translate into, you know, what the average star rating is? It's it's really um, interesting, I guess is the word to me, how that industry has developed. And look, I've said this a million times. Would you rather have a five-star as opposed to a three-star? Yes. It doesn't mean they all work out. It doesn't mean they remain that way. But yes. Joseph emails, has a question about Urban Meyer. Uh, is he going to be, I, I heard you say last week that he was going to be back on Fox. Uh, is that Has that happened? I think so. I think he officially is going to go back to the big noon kickoff. I mean, that's look upable, but I believe that's right. Now, I do know this. They are still negotiating his contract with Jacksonville and how much you know he's going to get paid from that. I know that has not been settled yet, but I think Urban is going to be back. And let me tell you, Urban's very good at that. I, I, I thought he was excellent on the big noon kickoff. He knows the game, obviously, and he is able, I think, to translate to the viewing audience good stuff, um, you know, as, as to what X's and O's are and things like this. Really good. Uh, all right, 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
every once in a while, somebody will stop me and they'll say to me, hey, do you, do you really drive a Southeast car to see car? I mean, you, you talk about them all the time. Well, as I said to him, the answer is yes. I'm not going to endorse something I don't believe in. And I've driven Southeast car agency cars for a long time. And there's a really good reason. They've all been good, reliable transportation. And the best part about it is from day one in dealing with the Cousins brothers there and the Cousins family, they never once tried to hard sell me, buy this vehicle, buy that vehicle. They gave me time to check out all the vehicles, test drive the one that I wanted to drive, and then make my decision. And, and they'll do the very same thing for you. Their sales staff is really good, but they never pressure you. They never try to sell you a vehicle. They work with you to make sure you get the one you want. Go online, secars.com. You'll see the vehicles they have in stock now. And again, as I said, you can check them out for yourself and test drive them, and they'll work with you in that regard. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Do you have joint pain in your knees or hips or shoulder or back? Pro football legend Emmett Smith knows how disruptive it is. How can you focus? How can you be at your optimal best when your body is under attack by pain? That's why Emmett's such a proponent of QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is here with regenerative options using natural biologics, non-surgical alternatives that offer lasting relief for pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders. This natural biological treatment gives them the chance to get back in the game and to have a normal life. QC Kinetics treatments laser focus on areas of intense pain, allowing your body to heal itself with no drugs so you can focus on normal life. Walking up the stairs without pain, getting on your bicycle without pain, running again, playing with the kids. Your consultation is absolutely free. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Recently, I was on a flight riding on a legal pad, and the man next to me struck up a conversation. Are you an author, he asked? said, no, I'm actually a preacher. Well, the look on his face was priceless. How would you feel if you're stuck sitting next to a preacher for several hours? Surprisingly, though, we had a good conversation. He asked me several questions about Jesus, and I told him that the Bible says if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, Christianity is worthless. Ever thought about that? You see, the truthfulness of Christianity hinges on whether Jesus died and rose from the grave. There's great evidence for it. And I'm one of the billions of Christians around the globe who believes that the resurrection really happened. If Jesus did conquer death, then he's worthy of your trust. If he didn't, reject him because he's a fraud. I believe he really conquered death. What do you believe? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell for my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated for over 40 years. And in all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the cream of the crop and late model, low-mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today, Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking. 
or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. It's that time of year again, graduation time. It's time to help some furry friends graduate to their forever home. This May 14th and 15th, join the Humane Society of North Central Florida, Hales Angels Pet Rescue, and Puppy Hill Farm Animal Rescue at PetSmart on Archer Road and have a look at this adorable graduating class. And yes, there will be adoption specials. It's all this Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4 at the PetSmart on Archer Road. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A northerly wind at about 5 to 15 miles per hour will keep things on the cooler side this afternoon. Highs today will be in the low 80s, which is a couple of degrees shy of where we should be for this time of the year. With those northeasterly winds early this week, we'll hold on to temperatures slightly below where we should be. Rain chances remain hard to come by until Thursday, especially by Friday as a system nears the coastline. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Brian Gutekunst, who's the Packers GM, was quoted as saying, we can't reach just because a player is a wide receiver. And it's a great philosophy. You know, you got all of these other players, second-round draft picks, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. Packers know what they're doing when they draft. They got a really good history here. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. As Alex, make sure all the buttons are pushed right today. Jay says, let's talk some sports. Huge Heat fan. Want to hear your take? Do you think we're in trouble? Yes. They can't shoot. The Heat have shot well, and all of a sudden, they're not hitting anything. They better start shooting the basketball better. And, you know, I don't know if Harden's game is just a one-off now. Harden is not the player he was, but he's important for them to be successful. He was successful in game four. But, yeah, Jay, I, I think that Heat are in trouble if they can't shoot. They've just not done a good job of that, and – you know, not not that Philly's great, but I don't care who you are. You know, basketball is about putting the ball in the basket. And if you can't put the ball in the basket, it makes it tough for you to win. But uh, we will see. But you know what? The NBA and I think the NHL are the, the, the muckety-mucks and the leagues are just happy because these are competitive series. I mean, look at the Lightning and Toronto. That's 2-2. The Heat series is tied at 2. I watched a lot of Dallas yesterday. Let me tell you something. Luka Doncic is kind of a wise guy, but that's why he's good. You know, he's got a little uh, to him, 
And, you know, when he, when he gives you the dagger and he makes a shot, he lets you know it. And, you know, that used to really bother me. You know, but you know what? The other side of that coin is stop him. That's, I, 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 I've, come, I've come full circle on that, okay? And I don't know where my line is, but maybe I can throw this out one day too for discussion. Like, what's the line between, you know, hot dog, you know, annoying or competitive? Because I think that line now is really blurred. I think, you know, and he, <clears throat> Donchus is the perfect example, okay? I mean, he takes some incredible shots, and some of them are really difficult. And But when he, you know, puts a dagger in you, um, and how about the NBA having the same guy win the NBA MVP back-to-back years? No, Alex? Alex is shaking his head. Uh, well, get on. Who do you think should have won then? It should have been Joel Embiid, Embiid? or Giannis Antetokounmpo over Jokic. Okay. I mean, Jokic is good. And, and again, see, here's the thing. What is an MVP? I, I think that is that for, for a lot of people think you have to be on a winning team to be an MVP. And most times, I mean, but Denver is a winning team, but Denver is doing what right now? Right. So it doesn't mean he's not a great player, right? But so that... That surprised me a bit. I, 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 I mean, he's a really good player. Did I think that he, you know, would be the MVP? I didn't think so. Um, but he is. All right, let's get to a couple of emails here. Hopefully a few calls and we'll end the day today. Tomorrow, if everything goes according to Hoyle, um, Roland Thornquist will talk about his women's tennis team. Mandy O'Leary will talk about her lacrosse team. And Tim Walton will talk Gator softball as they get set to host the SEC tournament. Paul says, and I, and I kind of like this email, I personally don't object to players getting compensated for playing sports. I want someone to call me and tell me if you do object to that. I think, and maybe I'm crazy here, but I think the vast majority of fans don't have a problem with that. He says, the schools are making money off the athletes. My main criticism and concern is that there should be clear and fair rules and guidelines for everybody to follow. Amen, Paul. Whatever the rules are, fine. With rules established, let the schools and collectives figure out how to operate within the rules. Creating no rules creates chaos for everybody. This lack of structure opens the door for some schools to get punished later when the NCAA decides to get involved. You stole my thunder for tomorrow. But I'll do it now. The thing that has been overlooked here is just that point. Okay? If I'm doing questionable things, there are guidelines. The, I read you before what the NCA says, right? So to think that there's nothing in place about this is wrong. There is. You can't do this to induce a player to leave. But what if the NCA investigates and finds that's happened 
and then six months later, legislation gets passed. Do you punish those teams that in that six months were going crazy? Kansas, in basketball, just won, and they may be put on probation. That, that's, and, and that, when people look at college sports, they just go, oh, God. And why? Because the violations that Kansas made were like 160 years ago now. It's taken them that long to sift through that. Are they going to have the stones to say if these violations helped Kansas win a championship, they're going to take it away? That's what's going to happen here, Paul. I think the point you make is great. That what if the NCAA finds that there are, and look, please don't tell me there aren't schools doing this. There are, that are skirting around this, and they find hard evidence that they're cheating, given what guidelines there are, and then all of a sudden they come up with these rules. Well, we didn't know. We, 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 we thought we could do this. I mean, I could just hear the appeals now. That is what's going to happen. Sam emails. See, Tennessee's had a great year for baseball. Buy or sell, two questions. Tennessee makes the College World Series. I'm selling that. And the reason I'm selling that Tennessee has had this magical season and I think it's worn on them a little bit. Because again, everybody's still, everybody, they're getting everybody's best shot. And, you know, they were hitting really well and now all of a sudden they're only fourth in the league in hitting. They're good pitching. They still have the best pitching staff in the league. So I sell that. Okay, And the other one he has, uh, buy or sell, Florida makes a regional. Yeah, I buy that, big time. Paul, for Florida not to make a regional now would be an epic. In other words, they'd have to almost lose their last six games in the league to do that. Now, do I think they're going to host? No. But get, getting to a regional is what you want to do. I mean, would you? of course you'd rather host. Of course you'd rather be in a position to be a super regional host. Of course. Look what happened last year. Florida was in that position. It didn't help them. So it doesn't guarantee you anything. And by the way, the uh, softball tournament bracket uh, is out, and it begins tomorrow with Texas A&M playing South Carolina LSU plays Mississippi State uh, on Wednesday, and then it's going to be Missouri and Auburn. Florida will play after that at 5 p.m. on Wednesday, and they'll play the winner of Texas A&M and South Carolina. So we'll be on the air at 4.45 on Wednesday with Gators Softball. And – Hopefully Tim Walton's team will do well, and then they start postseason play next weekend. I'm not postseason play, but regional play uh, next weekend. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Good afternoon. I'm Ross Kaufman. Gator baseball has won four straight games, including six out of their last seven. The team will ride the hot hand tomorrow night at home against Bethune-Cookman. Gator softball enters SEC tournament play this Wednesday with a date against either Texas A&M Aggies or the South Carolina Gamecocks. Gators lacrosse won the American Athletic Conference Tournament this past weekend. The Lady Gators begin NCAA tournament play on Friday against Mercer. The Tampa Bay Rays begin the last leg of their West Coast trip tonight against the Los Angeles Angels. Coverage begins right here at 9 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ross Kaufman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. What I'll eat, I just don't know. Hey, Bob Rose here, and every time I look at the menu at Copper Monkey West, that's what I say to myself. They have so many delicious options, it's hard to decide. Should I get the chicken pot pie pasta with chunks of tender white chicken with veggies and rotini pasta in creamy chicken and cheddar cheese sauce? Oh, yeah. Or maybe one of their USDA choice steaks like the 12-ounce Certified Angus New York Strip. Maybe it's the black and red fish over wild rice with veggies. So delicious. And, of course, there's always the legendary Copper Monkey West Burgers, voted best in the area numerous times. You know, that's the thing, because whatever I end up choosing, I know the service will be top-notch. Because warm smiles and friendly faces make for a wonderful dining atmosphere. Is that what you're looking for? Good food, good service, good people? Well, it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. I'll see you there. Shopping for a diamond? Only one jeweler here has over 30-plus years in diamond wholesaling, manufacturing, and retailing. And that's Keith LeClaire at International Diamond Center. I've been in all phases of jewelry manufacturing, and all that knowledge, all that ability that we have acquired over the years now has brought together for you as a consumer at the bottom line price. A lot of people claim they've been in the wholesale business. A lot of people claim they've been in manufacturing. They don't know two cents of it. Even today, Keith supplies diamonds to wholesalers who then sell to jewelry stores all over the country. And he's known worldwide as a major player in the world diamond market. It's because of the relationships and the context that we have developed over 35 years. Our reputation is impeccable. Our desire to please our customer is to the utmost. You hear all these jewelers that make these outlandish claims. The biggest, the best, the lowest, the largest. My response, go shop. Then come to IDC. The proof is in the pudding. International Diamond Center, the official jeweler of the Florida Gators at Celebration Point across from the theaters. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Florida Army National Guard. Aired by the Florida Association of Broadcasters and this station. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right. Ten minutes left. You still want to get a call in? You can. 392-8255. By the way, the uh the road to Hoover 
which is now going to get more scrutiny, the uh, the top four right now are Tennessee, Arkansas, Texas A&M, and LSU. And I'm going to tell you, if Texas – I understand why if you're going to vote for SEC Coach of the Year, I understand why at this point you could make a case for uh, Vitello to be the Coach of the Year because of what he's done at Tennessee, right? No doubt. But let me just tell you, Texas A&M last year did not make the SEC tournament, and their coach was let go. They hired Jim Schlossnagel, and he has completely turned that program around. If he's not the coach of the year, something is wrong. He has done a remarkable job. And remember, Florida has seen him. He is, he is a two-time national coach of the year. So, I mean, he's been a coach 20 years. He was at TCU for 18 years. And why this is such a great hire? Five College World Series for TCU in Schlossnagel's time there. He has turned it around fast. And, I mean, you you could make a case for Auburn, too, because Auburn wasn't very good last year either. But Schlossnagel is a proven coach, and once he gets a chance to recruit and once he gets a chance to really, you know, do some things there. uh, But, again, right now they are the number three team Uh, in the SEC tournament because they have a tiebreaker over LSU who's got the same record. Done a heck of a job. In this league this year, take away Tennessee and Arkansas, everybody else has double-digit losses. That's just amazing to me to think that. But that's how it is. Uh, All right, let's get some calls. We'll begin with Ed. Ed, what's up? Hey, Steve. Uh, I was just thinking back up. I mean, I think LSU and Mississippi State probably care more about baseball than anybody in our league. I might, I, I'd like to think we're in there somewhere, but uh, when was the last time, if ever, we swept them at their place? Oh, gosh. I'd, I'd have to go back and look. I, 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 don't, I know. don't know if it's happened. Oh, I'm sure it's happened, but I can't remember because the last time Florida went to Mississippi State before this, Florida got swept. I was there. Yeah. So yeah. So that that that, that was. Um, I mean, if they're in fact turning things around, that, that you can't get a better sign than that. And and as far as the NIL stuff, I don't know that you can penalize for teams for doing stuff that breaks rules that hadn't been written yet. But if they violated something that's currently in place, absolutely. I think they're. Uh, subject to whatever penalties the NCA happens. Now, it may not happen until the 23rd century, but, uh, uh, you know, they, they move so quick, that bunch does. Yeah, it, it's just just because you come up with rules, well, what happens, I mean, you know, look, maybe they're going to say there are things the NCA says you cannot do in this, okay? 
But if you don't have rules in place, then somebody, I know what I would do. I wasn't sure. I wasn't clear. You know, I, I, I did what everybody else was doing. How can you punish me? Doubt. That's pretty easy to create. Yeah, exactly. So, But, uh, I mean, how could the guy from Pittsburgh not know that he was getting, like, $2 million and a house and whatever? Uh, how could he not know that ahead of time? That, that's just kind of, uh, you know, defies logic, doesn't it? It's, I mean, obviously, you've been around for a long time. And I would, look, I, I've said this a million times. I got no problem with kids being compensated because of the insane money the NCAA makes off of their effort. No problem. Did I ever think it would come to a BMW uh, or, you know, $600,000? No, I never thought that. And look, it does blur the line, but I'm just going to tell you this, and I truly believe this. When Utah rolls in here in what, five, uh, what, uh, three, four months, whatever it is, okay, nobody will give a damn about NIL. Nobody will care because football will be played. I really believe that. Yeah, I, I do too, until you get to December or whatever, and, and right. it starts happening again. Right. Or <laughs> around the National Signing Day. Yeah, or something happens in the season where legislation happens and, you know, somebody gets caught doing something. Yes. But other than that, and, and I understand, Ed, why fans are reacting because they don't know, because the powers that be don't know. And look, you want to see your team and know who in the world you have, but because of the transfer portal and because of NIL now, that isn't going to happen. It, it just isn't going to happen that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was that guy, the same guy was like, didn't he do it either on the deadline or like a day before the deadline? So Pittsburgh was left in a lurch. Right. So, I mean, that could happen to anybody. They at least, I mean, at least there was a May 1st time that you had to decide what to do because now you could roster manage, okay? Now you know, you know, who's going to be here and who isn't. And they're proposing now two separate transfer portal times which coincide with signing days, which I'm for, but, again, we have to see if that ever comes to fruition. Yeah, it certainly makes logical sense, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. No. All right, Steve. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right, Ed. Thank you. Dr. Gill says, I was at Mississippi State in 91. We won two, and Sunday was rained out. Sweep. By the way, a student at Mississippi State was also there, Scott Strickland, uh, according to our conversation. Burke and Valdez. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's, a, that's a technically a sweep, even though it wasn't three. William says, to be blunt, nobody cares about the NCAA and any ruling they have. You use Kansas as an example, and would they take away the title? The answer, Kansas wouldn't care, and neither would their fans. Yeah, they would. They absolutely would, William. If Kansas, if the NCAA stripped Kansas of its title, you're, you're telling me their fans wouldn't care? I don't want to drink that Kool-Aid. Of course they're going to care. I mean, if you're saying, well, we know we want it, that doesn't hold water. Example, I saw Florida in 1984 win an SEC football championship. They beat everybody they beat to win the SEC. 
Okay, that title is now vacant. Don't tell me fans don't care about that. They do, because they didn't win it. It was taken away. Now he says, keep in mind, they gave Bill Self a lifetime contract after the allegations came out. True. Title was won. Fans got their shirts and experience, and the school got the revenue and benefit from it. We've argued about this in the past with the Astros, but taking a title away modern day is the weakest and most useless punishment for items I mentioned above. Well, then my next question would be, William, then, then, then it's okay. Then just go ahead and cheat. Go ahead. And I would ask you this question, William. If Billy Napier did things the way they're supposed to be and Coach X didn't and Coach X beats Billy Napier for an SEC championship or for a national championship, that's okay. And what you're telling me, at least the way I see it, using your words, taking a title away modern day is the weakest and most useless punishment. So then what you're saying is it's okay to cheat. It's okay. It's fine. I don't believe a lot of fans believe that or think that way. I mean, you're certainly entitled to that. But, I mean, again, if you're telling me Kansas wouldn't care if the if they stripped the title, you're crazy. Think about if Florida wins an NCAA tennis championship, right? And then somehow Florida gets caught cheating and the NCAA says, we're vacating that title. Gator fans are going to go, that's okay. No problem. Wait till next year. Give them hell. Come on. Of course they're going to care. I'm not saying that's right that what the NCAA may, may, or not, may, or may, may or may not do, but to say that a fan wouldn't care? Not too sure about that. Uh, okay. Tomorrow, speaking of Gators, we hope to have several coaches on as they get ready for postseason. Mandy O'Leary with Gator Lacrosse. They're hosting here. Uh, they play Friday. Uh, St- uh, not Stetson. JU is here. Stanford is here. Mercer is here. Florida plays Mercer. Uh, hopefully, women's tennis coach Roland Thornquist, they're playing the top seed, North Carolina, in the round of 16. And hopefully, Gator softball coach Tim Walton tomorrow. They're practicing, and we're going to try to sneak him on at the end of the show after they practice, get ready for either A&M or South Carolina in the NCAA tournament. Thanks today to UCF football coach Gus Malzahn for being here live talking about their spring and about what the future is with him and that football program. Thanks to Alex for producing. We thank you, as always, for emailing, calling, and listening. Let's do this again tomorrow at noon. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850.